Now tuning in to Earbud Media, audio for everyone. Times the try charm. Yeah, wow, didn't even land that one. <laughs> Third time's the Charlie Swan. Yes, so true. <laughs> That's that is how I choose to believe in this world. Yeah. And honestly, that's that's my philosophy. It's my live, laugh, love. Oh my <laughs> god. Can you imagine that in one of those like TJ Maxx fonts? Yeah, or like the what is it, the Ray Dunn? Oh my like, god. And stuff. Yeah. just get that that. in the like ray dunn font and then the background (laughs) art is like all of those bottles with uh vegetables in oil like we grew up with (laughs) yes yeah and that's home Uh, that's home to me we did it we're (laughs) someone just put us in a a room with no windows and we could come up with all the art for a tj maxx yeah, I think we should just be hired as the creative directors of TJ Maxx. Somewhere. <laughs> Somewhere. But they're, you know, we're just too powerful for them. Yeah. That's fine. That's <sighs> why, you know, the most powerful people have podcasts. Right, famously. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens, you know. You just, you, it's a pivot to, to podcasting. And that's Absolutely. how you know you've made it. The most powerful a, people have podcasts, um, but they don't have ads because we respect your time. Right, exactly. <laughs> right. We care about you, okay? Absolutely. We, uh... <laughs> we do this We do this for you. Hey. Yeah. Um, we here for you. Hi. Yep. Welcome to Insta Twilight. More than ever in these almost six years, uh, we are sitting squarely in the early 2010s this week. Yes. <laughs> Yes, we the early 2010s have been all-consuming this week, and so it feels like home. feels natural. Get you know? your sweaty ballet flats. Get your yes. galaxy print. <laughs> oh, no. Yes, Get absolutely. your circle scarves. Fuck, oh, what else? Yeah. Um, get your purple eyeliner that you learned how to use from Bethany Moda. Yes. Oh my god. Oh my god. Um, get your multiple. Y'all still have Coney stickers Converse. somewhere? Yeah, you know. <laughs> and you're home. You're home yeah, here. You're here. When you're here, you're family. Get your <laughs> various uh, pop culture interests that you no longer can say because they've all been canceled. Yes. Oh my god. All of your <laughs> flat-brimmed snapbacks with um, aggressively uh, embossed. <laughs> text or numbers on it yeah or you know um doctor who bands right yes you know hey listen we've all been there everyone (laughs) hey everyone i really like your shoelaces i think they're so cool and so good um we love it to see it we uh (laughs) i I will say I'm exhausted, um, but I also know saying that in front of you feels uh, 
<laughs> I would imagine insulting because I don't work in media anymore. I'm just saying sure. that as a consumer. Um, yeah. But welcome. Welcome to the 2010s. As always, we're glad that hey. you're here. Um, how are you? How, hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> how you doing? <laughs> Listen, it's been a week full of immense gossip and delicious content yeah it's been Um, a decade of a week i'll say that for sure it's been a decade of a week for sure um super having a great time with that loving every (laughs) second of it um i do i was gonna say something else but i think this is a more appropriate chaotic happy thing please um i saw the motion picture don't worry darling (laughs) okay (laughs) all right i'm tell me everything i it is listen in Harry Styles' defense, it did feel like a movie. You know what I mean? Oh. Like it did. It did feel like it was a movie. Okay. Um, was it? I don't know Who's actually about that. Who's to say? Um, it's also a very hard movie to talk about without like giving things away. Though it's not really even like a huge thing. Like I think people are like making a big deal out of like twists and turns, and it's like, eh, this is kind of, if you're seated for this movie, you know what you're getting kind of experience. But it is um, the most buckwild experience I've ever had in a theater in a very long time. Okay. Everyone was laughing (laughs) for much of this movie. Oh, no. Um, And it's not a funny movie? No, it's not a funny movie. Um, It's not a funny movie. I think the, the styles of it all was a big part of that um because he is not good right at acting right um, yes which i think we all assumed right yeah but, like he is in so much of this movie he is so much of this movie oh. so that really um took a wild thing um it is definitely a movie that you watch and i think a lot of people too have been like this is a great like plain movie this is a great like movie you would watch at home right and i'm like kind of annoyed that it didn't go like straight to like hulu or something or like some sort of situation right yeah because like it i feel like it could have been like better but they're like no we're getting this big theater situation theater only like blah 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 whatever um make a big moment out of it do you think olivia wilde actually thought this would contend with like award season yes i think so i think that was like the plan right like i think that's her because you can tell listen this movie is her trying to do stepford wives so bad right but like she does not have the range or also the ability to like lean into the camp of it right like i think this movie makes sense in a way that like oh this is hilarious and also like in a surreal way right but she's like no this is very serious and it's like no 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 wait you missed it no <laughs> we were having a good time and then you missed it um and also the drama of it all obviously is inescapable but also i had no clue that olivia wilde was like prominently in this movie i thought she was like a cameo maybe yeah so i that's thought that was the whole point loop. was that right she no she's like it. in it she's in it she's very much in it and i'm like this is this makes everything much more confusing and also kind of hilarious um but yeah i'm excited for people to watch it in like the safety of their own homes i don't think you need to risk anything to like go see it in a theater um but it is fun at least with an audience or like people that you like at home or whatever um to just see just let it take over you (laughs) in a fugue state kind of vibe um because i think that's the best way 
to enjoy this. Um, Florence Pugh's never done anything bad in her life, but she is here. So, you know, it's, it's a, it's a real can of worms. Um, but that, that bliss has been, and also, yes, I fell for it too. I went and saw it. So like, I'm part of the, sure. (laughs) Also, it's a cultural moment. We had to see, right? We had to see what she was up to, what this whole thing was leading to. And it was bananas. Um, and I, I'm obsessed. (laughs) I'm, the whole thing has been very wild to see. And I, I don't know, event. Well, I guess eventually, when it does make it, yeah, uh, to a streaming service, I will watch it. But mm-hmm. the idea that it didn't do what they were doing almost, you know, two years ago of like a simultaneous right? like HBO drop, yeah, wild sure. to me. Yeah, because this feels like a movie you would very comfortably like scroll past on a streaming service be like oh yeah let's give that a shot right like let's see you know let's go on this adventure but like them making a big deal about it it's like you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot my guys like this is not the vibe but it was happy in the sense that i experienced the historic moment (laughs) of this drama (laughs) colliding into i guess a fully formed motion picture (laughs) that ended up being on people's screens what an absolute Um, mess yeah, uh, but I'm here for it um, in all of its chaos. Amazing. Um, so yeah, um, how are you doing, my friend? I am. I'm here. I'm alive. Yeah. Um, okay. It is. It is currently sunny, but um, kind of. I mean, it's my ideal temperature. It's like sixty-ish right now. Beautiful. Um, so I'm happy. Uh, it is unfortunately going to be getting. Uh, darker earlier mm-hmm. so I have been trying to start my hibernation process and yes. find find things uh, that I know will help me stay happy when we inevitably mm. get to the part where it's dark at like four and I yeah. don't have the motivation to do anything and that for me means how do I make my life as convenient as possible and so my happy thing this week is (laughs) um is the applesauce that is a squeeze applesauce yes not the stuff that you have to use a spoon for and i listen I admire all the people that are like, my grocery bill is $30 a week and I don't buy anything that's pre-made because yeah. I have the spoons to make everything homemade. Listen, that's not my truth. <laughs> yeah. Because um, no. if I have to do all of and I can do some, but if I have to do everything, that means that from breakfast to lunch which sometimes is noon, but most often is like two. Um, yeah. That's a long time between seven to two. I won't eat anything. Yeah, uh, which turns is, out that's actually a lot. T- turns out is not actually how my body prefers to function. Um, mm, I need yeah. snack. So Snack's so important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so uh, one thing that helps with that is when I go into the kitchen, I say, well, I could make myself a snack. Yeah. 
which my executive functioning says, mm, or I could just sit on the floor and smack my face. <laughs> um, or I could Both grab compelling options, yeah. <laughs> this beautiful squeezed applesauce. And that immediately allows me to uh, have more health bar. Yeah. And turns out um, that is a, a purchase that is worth it in my book. Listen, invest in yourself, you know? Like, Listen. <laughs> also, uh, like, the aesthetic of just, like, a squeeze um, applesauce is, like, very cool. It's, like, I, A, healing your inner child, right? Being, like, also very, like, nutritious or whatever, but, like, in a fun little, like, Capri Sun packet, you know? Like, that's fucking fun. That makes snacking very fun. And also, like, hell yeah, I did something good for myself. We did it. Yes, go team. Am I losing it or did these like squeeze things just not exist when we were kids i i feel like i remember seeing them like because when i was in like high school and college right yeah like i remember that technology being like when i was in like high school but i was i don't think it was like when i was a child that would have probably benefited from it the most (laughs) because i was very much like traditional like foil lid peel it off yes yes exactly with a spoon and something um, but about I'm, I'm happy that, that this when I am like dehydrated, I'm going. Yeah. I have exactly two minutes before another meeting. Right. The idea of like, oh, I can just have this squeeze off applesauce. Yeah. Is exactly <laughs> what my brain needs. Uh-huh. Um, and you know what? It's worth. It's worth. It's worth it. It's worth it yeah. to me. I- I love, like, the mental picture of you, instead of, like, shotgunning a beer, right? You're just, like, <laughs> shotgunning an applesauce just, like, so quick. You're like, all right, I got two minutes. Let's get this locked and loaded. <laughs> just gonna no slurp joke. this all up. <laughs> Friend of the family, Maddie Padilla, posted oh a photo on Twitter, I want to say a week ago, at what looks like a bar with the uh-huh. same squeezed applesauce <laughs> I have, which is the Kirkland applesauce, at, yeah. like, a bar out of That's what I hilarious. think was her fanny pack. So, oh my gosh. You wow. know what? It's so brand approved across the board. <laughs> I just think that wow. like there are there are other types of snacks that I use um yeah and have. But this is a a new one that I saw when I was doing my groceries and I was like, "You know what? Something about the idea of, like, getting a spoon and opening up the lid just feels, like, too much. And I know my cats, and (laughs) one of my cats would absolutely use the, like, cup of the applesauce and be like, "Mm, yes, this is mine. Thank you. Um, Whereas he cannot do that with my applesauce squeeze. And this, it's just a very helpful way to make sure that I actually eat which can be hard sometimes to do. So yeah. turns out nourishing yourself uh, is, go- is good. Pretty good, yeah. It's good. <laughs> um, yeah. And I approve of it. That's my political platform. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so. I'm here for it. Vote for us. Right. 2024. <laughs> yep. That is, that's my, that's my that's my platform. Applesauce squeezies for everyone in every home. <laughs> I just know that like I would have been what I thought was me just being like a bitch growing up was mm. just me being hangry 
and things that would have made it so much easier like that yeah someone you know like when they did the one of the most genius marketing of like you need a v8 which is like gross i don't want to drink tomato juice it's just like you need you need a squeeze just a little squeeze just give it a crime it's not a crime no hey speaking of crimes um oh (laughs) (laughs) uh we have an update from the love of my life short king Penn badgley Ugh, we love him support Um, him we do not unfortunately support trash man (laughs) joe goldberg yeah no and his crimes Um, right but our boy Penn, he's here he's here um i i was talking to also friend of the family rachel whitehurst uh Mm -hmm. who said she was talking about all of these recap podcasts that she's listening to as of late and apparently yeah i've heard of many of these you know like the office and one arm uh but she was talking about one that there's for boy meets world and she which i did not know about um but she was saying that it's surprising that Penn and Layton haven't done a Gossip Girl recap podcast. Oh my god, that would be so fire, right? <laughs> Especially since like Gossip Girl has gotten a little bit of like a, a resurgence as of late, right? Like yeah. obviously with the reboot and stuff, but a lot of people like either watching for the first time or rewatching again in the last year or so. Yes, I think it's like because like all those people from shows that you loved. 10 years ago were like oh my god let's bank on this let's get Mm -hmm. (laughs) all these podcasts and shit going um but i'm yeah i'm curious why gossip girl did not do that also like one thing about (laughs) i know i'm just pivoting here but like one thing i've always wanted to see it's like a gossip girl retrospective is um uh an interview with amy heckerling who famously directed clueless and fast times at ridgemont high and also famously the uh frank ocean episode of gossip girl oh shit and i've never found anything about her talking about it or why she was picked or like what because that episode is wild right Right. um and i'm also very good at the show and i'm like why i need people with more power than me (laughs) to like track her down and be like this is a wild moment in time and it's beautiful i love it i want more pen has a podcast already and what is Leighton doing? Right. <laughs> like, no, no shade, but like also, what is she doing? <laughs> so I feel like they would have, it's they would have so much to talk about. I feel like they would both be able right. to pull everyone. Right. The guest potential is incredible. Like they have big social power here. Like, and with the amount of music, they'd be able to get folks on there. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm just Ugh, saying. Like a St. Vincent episode of like, where were you? <laughs> How were you? in <laughs> Like 2006. <laughs> I'm very, I'm very hesitant about those, um, specifically like celebrity recap mm-hmm. podcasts of like, yeah. if you were, they were on it and now they're going back because like they're doing another and it's like the only thing they have. <laughs> recap one yes, right I saw now. That. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, sometimes it can feel very disingenuous of like they just need the money <laughs> and they yes, know that right. this is uh an easy way easy cash yeah but i feel like this one and i feel like a gossip girl one because of the fact that um it's been 
far more in conversation lately with it being on HBO. I feel Mm -hmm. like it would be, I don't know. I feel like people would listen to it. So, yeah. So pitch (laughs) to, you know, if you're free pen Badgley, you should do something. Yeah. This great idea. I'm surprised that it hasn't happened already. Yeah, for real. Um, Anyway, Joe Goldberg's. Yeah. When we last saw in season three, he was in Paris. Yes. And I thought that this season four was going to be in Paris, which is why we dunked on them so hard for filming in London. <coughs> right. But turns out season four is based in London. So So it turns out the the we were boob of the fool on that one. So whoopsie. <laughs> well, Sorry about that. I think they might have just realized that they Joe doesn't fit as well in France. In Paris. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and he fits far better in London, perhaps. Yeah, as a, a murderous professor. <laughs> right. <laughs> a little suit coat. And Until oh. um, little Mr. Benedict Cucumber comes back and is like, oh. Um, <laughs> Benedict Cucumber. <laughs> Oh my god, imagine if this se- this season is like a crossover. I would Sherlock, literally die. And it's like, and he tries to find out who it is. I mean, oh my god. we're getting into that like 2010s resurgence so quickly. Do you know, yeah. unironically, Coney, I'm like, I'm getting heart palpitations. If Sherlock <laughs> comes back, I'm, I don't, I apologize for who I will become. Yeah, I don't think we will be able to handle this. Because like, we're already getting know, cool new Doctor Who. We're getting, uh, like, what if we get Sherlock? I don't think. Do you know we'll what the fucking Fleabag kids will do when they realize that Hot Priest <laughs> was Moriarty the yeah. whole time? The whole time. The whole time. <sighs> and then they're gonna, they will fall so quickly into Super Who Lock. Like, we're, yeah. we will be done. Anyways, um, yeah. I do. I apologize um, to Joe Goldberg because everybody knows, everybody knows <laughs> yes, um, right. that London is where um, James Bond lives. So right. he's going to be killed <laughs> at the end of the season. Um, yeah, there's no way he survives this. <laughs> right. The Avengers in, of London <laughs> coming yeah. together. Track this man down. I will say that they're promotional... Uh, things this season have been really interesting. Mm-hmm. The I really liked the little teaser that they did with the blood. Um, yes, even yeah. though I don't like blood. Uh, <laughs> and then this trailer is wild. Uh, of just like names, names everywhere, names. Right, it's like intentionally vague, right? Of yeah, not actually being like here are scenes from the show right it's like here are all of these people and they're all going to be connected somehow and like ooh, we're gonna figure it out it's kind of like banking itself as like a murder mystery sort of thing yeah. right like that's how it feels in this trailer of like ooh, who done it which like we know who done it it's fucking joe goldberg <laughs> but like why and to who like was actually god you know um but yeah i think this like teacher vibe and also this like he's really leaning into like the social hierarchy thing again, right? His social hierarchy yeah. era of like getting to the top, right? All these people are phonies and fakes. Um, um, you know, that kind of era. So I'm like interested of how it'll play out. I agree. I wonder also how much longer they're going to try and milk this show. But right. I'm like, how much realistically left does it have in it? Right? Like, 
I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But also, I'm even though I don't necessarily like the show, I love Penn. Um, yeah. And what I here's my dream, and I know that this won't resonate with you that much because um, you hurt my heart and you don't watch these. But what I really want is for Joe. Nope. For Penn <laughs> to stay in the Netflix, like, zeitgeist mm. and to go on to one of Mike Flanagan's anthologies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think he would do so well in that kind of environment. Because we've already seen him do, like, a spoopy. Right. And he can be dark and mysterious. I think that he would do that dark really well. Mm-hmm. And that is what I want. Oh, speaking of Spoopy, oh. Spoopy just joined. Do you have thoughts about Mike Flanagan? <laughs> he just, he knows it's October and he's like, this is my yeah. season. It's time. This is my time to shine. <laughs> it is time for Spoopy to rise. Yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah, that is what I want is I want him to stay and do Spoopy things. Um, that's my dream is more pen. Yeah. Even if it's not, give that to uh, me. We deserve it. Gossip girl adjacent. Yeah, yeah, that's my hope. Um, I can't believe that I'm saying this, but I'm really excited to talk about this pilot with you. Yeah, same. Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> when? Okay, I don't even know where the fuck to start. Um, right. Because I think you started this episode like. 30 minutes before I did last night. Yeah. And I didn't realize that all of the episodes dropped at once. Yeah, I didn't realize that either. Which um. has to be why I've heard nothing about the show. Right. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> kind of just like dropped and then said, nope, figure it out. Also, the peacock of it all, too. I feel like I it's probably a problem, which rip, but I you know, know. whatever. Um, I. When I texted you, like, five minutes into this, I could (laughs) not believe, one, that this was, even though it was on Peacock, that it had a mature rating Mm -hmm. on it, which made me very happy, personally, because it's going to be, I mean, it's going to cover, like, hefty content, so it would be kind of wild if they were going to keep it the way that the movie was, of, like, we're going to yeah. skirt this and maybe we'll say fuck once. Yeah. Yeah, they really went in. And like... The so, first thing Rose says. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> like, I... Fuck. This show, um, just to start, at least this pilot, um, I had a great time. I was Same. not expecting this. Um, it was like, because they made a lot of interesting choices and changes, which we will get more in depth of. But like, overarching, like... It is trying to be like CW slash Gossip Girl. It is. But Vampire Academy. But also like the royal aspect of it too. Like I think that frame of it makes a lot of sense. And also like going deep into like the actual like it's sexy and it's like, you know, people swear, whatever. Like it's it makes a lot of sense how this was like envisioned and adapted, I guess. Um, And I'm just like very excited for the rest of it which i was not expecting at all 
No. Period. At all. No way. Like. Especially when what we had talked about prior to this was that Ferrero was not involved. Right. Also, can we talk about the fact that someone actually, (laughs) someone saw Rochelle's name or was it that they saw a Ferrero Rocher commercial? (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) They thought about Rochelle. Amazing. Uh, Our impact. Um, (laughs) I love our influence. Um, but the, the Rochelle was not involved in this. And so I went in thinking like, oh, God, it's a Peacock show. Like, right. Rochelle's not involved. We had seen those kind of like weird um, sets. And so my expectations for this were so low. Yeah. But then seeing how they played this of mm-hmm. it's either it's either present day or it's a little bit in the future. Mm-hmm. It makes the sets make a lot more sense now because right. I was yeah. reading those sets from the context of the book which is like 2005 to 2008 and a lot mm. of those looked a lot more gaudy. But <laughs> yes. Now, especially with the way that they integrated tech into mm-hmm. this, it like it plays more sci-fi than what it had before and it doesn't look i think also the way that they put it into the show it doesn't look as cheesy which honestly surprised me (laughs) yeah i was worried um but it like actually was not distracting or flowed really well like within the context and it made sense the way that like yes um and stuff that i would have thought like rochelle would have done but if it was in present day or a little bit in the future like of course they would have broadcast the queen's message on the castle building right yeah (laughs) um and stuff like that whereas we didn't have those kinds of things in a book that was written to in 2005 right it wouldn't have i mean she could have but it would have felt a little bit out of place since she was doing it in present day right um one of the things that surprised me that they changed um and they had many changes there was many of them yes and they're all important but one of the things that really kind of threw me in a good way is that Liz is the main character yeah like rose is not the main character and it's which is not a very in, interesting choice um, which means that we don't get the first person narrations like the movie did right yes exactly and like so that automatically like totally changes your perspective of yeah. how you're viewing this story because seeing it even if it's not directly her pov it's like centered and focused on her you kind of get like a lot of the stuff that we didn't really get outside of like you know within the book of like the mind bond babe stuff right yeah but like you kind of get to see like the struggle and the interactions that she's experiencing in real time I agree. and it's like very fascinating they, some of the changes in this, I am confusion about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the the change from Rose to Lissa at this time doesn't bother me. My cat right. is killing me right now. Um, <laughs> that one doesn't bother me, though. I think right yeah. now it makes sense because I feel like for the general public, it, <sighs> can you hold on a second? I'm going to kill this cat. Yeah, <laughs> Can you please stop? It sounds so loud. Come eat this grass. Here, come eat this grass. 
It sounds like a train wreck, my cat. Okay. <laughs> my God. I don't We're know back. if it was that loud on your end, but it was like... Yeah, I could hear it a little bit, but it was like <sighs> Scratch Town, USA. <laughs> like fucking nails on chalkboard. Okay. Um, that change doesn't bother me right now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be curious. Yeah. And hopefully right now I want more seasons. That might change. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. At this moment, yes. <laughs> like when we get to stuff like Russia. Yeah. It's going to be weird, but we'll see. Yes. Um, and also just like stuff with Dimitri too, right? Because like, obviously that relationship will now happen sort of more in the sidelines. Yeah. Um, which is interesting seeing as that is a crucial component of this entire thing. Yeah. Um, also the Dimitri changes of it all. Okay. Also very interesting. So Dimitri's not Russian. He's not Russian. <laughs> he also Scottish? hasn't been working here for his Russian? whole life. Yeah. Right. Something. Some accent allegedly <laughs> is happening yeah. here. He's something. Um, it is unclear at this time if he and Jesse have beef. Right. To be determined, I guess. Yeah, TBD. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll to, to be determined. Um, some of the changes that really stuck with me. When they started this episode mm-hmm. is not where they started the book. So no. we get to see Andre. Yes. Alive. And his whole ass butt. And his whole <laughs> ass. <laughs> um, which truly, I was like, oh my God, Andre, you're alive. And then it was like, whoa, your ass is out. Right. <laughs> um, then we do get to see the crash. What I'm assuming they will do is flash mm. back to the crash because we don't, we just go like snap three months later, essentially. Right. Um, because we, Andre's dead, her parents are still dead, but Lissa and Rose make it out of the car wreck. As we know yes. from the book, Rose didn't make it out of that car wreck. So right. I'm assuming at some point they're going to go back to that car wreck when Lissa's like, um, Actually, actually not on my watch. Yeah, Yeah, because like there are like hints to the bond thing. Also, like it changes the timeline, right? Too because we don't get that they don't escape. Um, they don't escape and they don't go like hang around Seattle or whatever. Like they don't do their whole little girls trip situation. No, they Um, just go. She like Lissa just went on essentially like bereavement with Victor for three months. Yes, right, and then came back and rose like hell yeah we're gonna be besties whatever and then now dimitri is here instead of dimitri finding them once they've escaped and bringing them back and now dimitri's like this like new guy on the block yeah who's now gonna be lissa's guardian until if rose graduates and they you know choose each other or whatever but like it changes sort of like the relationship already from the start because you're like oh interesting it changes a lot of different context everything Right. Because that was, I mean, the reason why they escaped showed Lissa being like, fuck this. I'm not doing the politics. I'm not doing any of this. It showed Rose being, because they do later on when they go, quote, escape to do the sending off of the lanterns. That's when they Mm -hmm. show 
all of the things like Janine being pissed at her yes, and yeah. Alberta and stuff. But like, that's nothing. They do that stuff right. all the time in the books. Yeah, they're always rascals. Exactly. <laughs> like, that's just who they're they are. They're never following the rules. Um, yeah. But it, it showed Rose's commitment to Lissa's happiness, mm-hmm. which is like a guardian's whole thing. And right. Rose doing anything to keep Lissa alive, which was yeah. why when Rose met Dimitri, well, when Dimitri, you know, <laughs> gathered Rose and Lissa in Portland, <laughs> right. that yeah. was such an interesting meeting for them. Whereas mm-hmm. when they met on campus, which is not Montana, by the way. Yes. Right. Very clearly not Montana. It was just like, uh, Dimitri, you just slammed Rose to the ground and she had a horse in her hand. So. Right. That was it. It was just sir. a cute little gift. Sir. Also, <laughs> something that they changed about Rose. She has like superpowers. <laughs> like why the yeah. fuck can she jump off a castle and not snap her legs in half? Right. And that is like. Yeah, I think explained. the way they did the. Um, like Dampier thing of like I think that they want to make it more clear that they are part vampire right yeah. like I think that's a little less I think in the books they read more human than they are um, outside of like being a little bit faster maybe a little bit stronger um, and I think maybe for TV they're like need to make sure that people don't think yeah. there's humans because there's like th- you know like three different levels of like who you are in this society, right? Which they do make extent. very clear and at the beginning with those, like, overly definitions. The intro... <laughs> first of all, the intro for the series is wild. Like, the way they had, like, the, like, photo editing of all of the characters and their names, and then also, like... And again, they don't do, like, a lot of exposition. Like, I was watching this with my partner and had to be like, okay, so here's... It really this is wasn't what a lot, is. no. This is what this is, and, like, this is how they sort of interact with each other. And they kind of just, like, throw it on in like tiny text for like two seconds mm-hmm. each time and being like, you get it, right? It's like, ah, I don't know if people like who aren't as deep in the sauce as we are, like get it. But I, I I see that it's like kind of a lot to explain and kind of boring, but it's also like, I think this is helpful for people. I was afraid at that beginning that that exposition was going to be the, um, like the actual intro, like first kill was. And thank yeah. God it wasn't. It was right. the title card came after the crash to kind mm-hmm. of show like here's all the intro here's what you needed <laughs> right now let's she's get just into it. <laughs> yeah okay i know that you had said this last night and i didn't hadn't gotten there yet can we please talk about christian i love him he's so I love him. hot he's very dreamy he's like perfect for christian i think um I think at the time when we were figuring out casting stuff, like, a lot of these people were, like, new to us, right? Like, a lot of them haven't done, like, a lot of big things Yeah, before. the only one I know um, is Mia, because we just watched Persuasion. Right, yes. And um, she fits and perfectly, by the she's, way. Yeah, she's exactly the vibe. Um, <laughs> and so Christian walking in here, I was like, <sighs> okay, what's gonna happen? And, like, that intro of him is delicious. Like, that is what Tumblr fanfiction was made for. Oh like, this God. is, like, what, like... In this, and the way that the church is, like, much more grand, I feel like, than I was, like, imagining in my head in the book. Like, it is gorgeous. And there's, like, all these, like, candles and stuff. And I think, too, that, like, they also play with how they talk about technology, too. Because, like, Liz is reading this, like, you know, Maroi language and trying to memorize it. And being like, hey, can we get, like, a light on in here or something? You think that'd be helpful? And they're like, that will 
the pages will explode. They're a thousand years, thousands <laughs> of years old. So you cannot do that. And she's like, got it. That makes sense for sure. Let's just do candlelight. Um, and so, and like Christian like just saunters in by like getting rid of the lights and then like putting them back in, like having this orb of, of flame kind of like moving around. And it's so sexy. It's, <laughs> it's like, so, hello. He, they're making the him tension. come off really like suave like. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. I get. I understand why they're doing that for the television show. He's coming off less snarly than he was in the yes. books. And one of the reasons why I love Christian is that he's snarly. <laughs> yeah, I am missing a little bit of like the edge. Yeah, for sure. But like, I think as like a first meeting sort of thing, and also like kind of glazing over like the whole Strigoi thing for a second. I think that was a kind of confusing moment right. for people that aren't like knowing his whole lore <laughs> and backstory. Um of just being like, yeah, I'm kind of a bad boy. But, like, he isn't really a bad boy yet, yes. right? Like, it's not really, like, established there. And I think maybe that's just to, like, have this, like, kind of pseudo-romantic moment. Mm-hmm. Or, like, at least temptation moment. Um, but I think once we get more into, like, the politics of things, then maybe that will change. Mm-hmm. But I am excited to keep watching him The way that Christian. they played him in this pilot just comes off, like... Um, the rest of their school is being discriminatory towards him, which is true. Yeah. And right, exists. Correct. But Christian is yeah. also an asshole. And so, yes. <laughs> like, right. I'm missing people that multitudes. part of him <laughs> where it's like, in the book, Lissa goes up to his attic where he hangs out in the church, and it's like, mm-hmm. That's the whole thing. And I get why they didn't do an attic in this. It's far more cinematic and pretty that they did yeah. this part. But that's the whole thing is it's like, why would, why is he, or why is she invading his space kind of thing? Yes, um, right. But I love them. I love that he ended up going to her, like, pseudo coronation thing. Yeah. And was like, I don't usually go to these things, but. Whatever. Right, but I'll be here for you. When yeah. It's fine. <laughs> I okay I can't believe I'm gonna say this and I was annoyed when I wrote this down Mm -hmm. Mason is unfortunately pretty Mason is really pretty and I'm Um, I wish that they hadn't cast him as like pretty (laughs) yeah and he's kind of like nice (laughs) and like we kind of and it's nice it's interesting too in this like obviously in the books he was more like sad puppy dog literally that wanted yeah her love and attention and like ended up getting this like relationship right but like this pseudo relationship but like in here it's kind of already implied that they're like fuck buddies right and at that moment where they're like having this conversation rose is kind of like you know really sad or whatever um she obviously in her coping mechanisms is like okay let's let's just make out <laughs> and like figure this out. And he's like, no, no, no. How about we like talk about our feelings? And Rose is like, mm, I don't know about that. Uh, with you? With feelings? And it's like sweet. But it's like, oh man, I'm going to be very sad if this goes the way that it goes. <laughs> you know? Right. Um, which, is... rip. Ugh. I'm, they've made some interesting changes. Um, that, and a lot of them I don't hate. One, I will say, yeah. that might come to bite them in the ass is the amount of the amount of persuasion that they're having all of the Maroi use. So, yeah. 
I know Mia used it. I know Lissa used it. They also had mm-hmm. Christian use his persuasion skills, and he was good at them, which is canonically yeah, so. not true. <laughs> canonically a bad. <laughs> bad <laughs> He's supposed to be bad at doing that, so not true. Um, yeah. I did find it also interesting that the we seem to be getting the introduction of Rose bonding with Lissa. Yes. And we didn't, yeah, we get- that wasn't the case in the book that was already established. So yeah. we get to see the babes bond here. Right. Yeah. It's interesting too, to see how that will carry out because yeah. obviously we're operating on a different timeline and now it's like, Oh, we're going to do all this like Royal stuff and also like figure out the whole Dimitri thing and like all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And also, figure out this new relationship we have to each other that we don't really know about yet. Right. Which is interesting. Yeah. I. Another thing that they kind of changed, and I think this is, it's more so seeing it played out on screen, but I was uh-huh. very obsessed with how the Guardians uh, fight and train. The choreo, the fight choreography here is so sick. Like the way, I think like the cool outdoor set too, mm-hmm. like makes a lot of sense um, with like all the big lights and these like, big buildings or whatever um and they have this like leaderboard (laughs) like this ranking leaderboard of like how good everyone's doing and kind of like i do wish like we have more of rose in this like i appreciate like the focus on lissa because i think her perspective is very interesting but i do think it seems like rose is like this like secondary best friend kind of vibe right at this Mm -hmm. moment where like really she's like number one on the leaderboards really trying her best out here like the best in the biz and then like has this moment where she's not anymore yeah um and that's like a big struggle for like her ego and like her snarkiness that we don't really get to see fully right um but like the actual fighting and stuff is so sick like the way they move is like liquid it's wild they spent Um, they clearly spent a lot of money on the choreography mm -hmm. here and yeah. I'm very glad that they did because this show has so much combat in it that if you yeah. cheaped out on that, it would make the show unwatchable. Like infinitely worse. Yeah. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And a lot of the, because they, they have to train at night, like that's how the show works is it's nocturnal. But the way that they yeah. had the lighting and the scoreboards, it reminded me a lot of Divergent, but in a good way. Um, right, like, yeah, opposite of derogatory. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because that's one of the things that I enjoyed about watching um, Divergent was those training scenes. And they have a lot of, currently, the dynamic between Rose and Dimitri is a lot, they're playing it a lot like Four and Triss, where yes. they're like uh-huh. <laughs> having having Rose say, like, you're just having a staring contest with the air. Like, it's very, <laughs> it's very hot yeah. to me, and I like it a lot. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, I miss the leather duster. I miss the cowboy aesthetic. I yes. miss the Russian vibes here. Um, but I do think their their relationship in this format like makes sense. Like mm-hmm. in a way of her like trying to compete with him for his job, basically. Right. Like um, has a different context and a different like you know enemies to lovers situation going on there, um, as opposed to like a teacher relationship right because i'm sure they wanted to like skirt away from that sort of thing um yeah and this like he's obviously like an authority right so there's obviously a different thing going on there but it's like not as direct in that way um because they are technically like on the same 
similar level. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like interesting how that plays out with everything else. One of the other changes that they made that I think you would only know, and they, they did make this pilot, I think, for people that had read these books, which is an interesting mm-hmm. thing. But one of yeah. the things you would only know if you had read these books was that Mia and Sonia are related. Yeah. And one of the parts that, there were quite a few parts of this pilot that made me fucking just like laugh out loud. But one of <laughs> um, Mia talking with Victor, who Victor is also very pretty for no reason. Yes. Um, so fucked up. <laughs> but I, I understand why, given his whole arc. Um, but Mia talking about, I think she's like, what is with Sonia and these fucking birds? <laughs> right. <laughs> was so hilarious to me. Um, and I'm very glad that that, I think her name actually is Mia, is playing Mia. Um, mm-hmm. Because having seen her in Persuasion, she's playing a same person in this. It's such a great, like, role, like, switch. It's amazing. Because, like, even two in that um like car scene or whatever where they're like driving up and like doing their little eyeball id check (laughs) situation and the dude at the outside is like "Mm, not a royal we have two royals and one non-royal in here and she's just like immediately like not yet (laughs) like it's just so funny she's just like the perfect encapsulation of her entire like and i think that it's Given how much I didn't like Mia, at least in, like, the first book or two. Yeah. Um, Before she got an arc and an actual backstory. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, it is helpful to have someone who's really good at playing that type of character mm-hmm. for this. How did you feel yeah. about the the person that was cast for the queen? Um, I was very confused when it first she first popped up. Like, on that screen, I was like, oh, okay, that's, like, not how I envisioned in my head. Cause I think too, like, I don't know. I think the way that the monarchy <laughs> works in this series is like interesting. Right. And I think I always assume, I maybe this is my own personal biases of like reading something about vampires. I'm like, Oh, everyone is like eternally young forever. Right. Like, that's mm-hmm. like, even if you're the queen, like I would imagine like Tatiana, right. It's like more of like that sort of vibe. Right. But like having this like woman, um, this older woman who's like, and in vampire years 200 years old but like right. looks like probably like you know 80 or something right um kind of threw me off because i was like oh that actually makes logistically more sense but like in my brain reading the book I, like that never actually clicked like that yes um but i think like she's interesting because she's kind of a gossip which i love yes. <laughs> i love that she's kind of like yeah what's the tea on rose you know she's kind of like annoying <laughs> and like always in the way and like all these things and, and like, i think not we're listening to people's rules she's like no. what are you gonna tell me i'm the queen right i'm the queen okay like whatever um and i think too like we're getting a lot more of like the politics of this than we did in this this time in the book right because like this is like oh i'm like stepping down so i'm going to appoint someone like very soon and it's like it has a much more of an urgency to it Mm -hmm. and obviously with like this is whole deal like there's a lot of things like coming at once um and having this like now you get to see sort of like the behind the curtains thing because we're not tied to rose's perspective um of like the the you know pomp and circumstance of royal life right and like how these things actually work out in a 
broader scale, which I think is interesting. Like, I am curious about, like, that sort of the, the wheels turning in that sort of regard. Yeah, I think the the fact that this pilot ends with her naming Lissa as the successor uh-huh. was... Uh, felt like, whoa, we've skipped quite a bit. Yeah, we are on, like, book four right now. What's going on? Like, <laughs> even later, you know? It's like, what the... But I also understand that's kind of how pilots have to work in the sense that like you are throwing everything at the wall and hoping you get another episode. Mm -hmm. So I will say overall, I, after this, like I wanted to keep watching. Yeah. It was really hard to not keep letting it go. (laughs) (laughs) That is not what I expected watching this show. Yeah. I was surprised surprisingly impressed yeah um which i was not expecting um i i'm wondering now do you think that this first season is going to still try and follow just the first book i don't know because now everything is so different timeline wise it's hard to like pin where and what they will take from um, and also have, like, a cohesive season of content, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm unsure of, like, if it's going to, like, end with the, you know, big fight or whatever. Or if there's, like, more political stuff going on. Or, like, how the bond plays into things. Like, I'm very, I don't know, like, what they will pick and, and choose from. Because that's what it's kind of felt like in that pilot was they were kind of picking and choosing. The fact that they yeah. already had Lissa rooming with Mia. and right. Yeah, that, um, Rose was living not on her own, but in guardian housing, which didn't, mm-hmm. that was not a thing. Right. Um, I'm very curious on what these changes are going to be, but the fact that I was like curious and wanted to keep watching, I think is a, a testament to this adaptation. Yeah. So. Ugh. I'm so fascinated. I am surprised. And the next episode is called <laughs> Earth, Air, Water, Fire. Okay, great. So, <laughs> um, I think that we will, there will be a little bit more lore, I think, for people who have not read the books to understand. Yeah. Um, if they were confused when they saw that, like, magic hookah, they will understand. <laughs> yeah. The magic hookah was so funny. That was so good. <laughs> They're, they will understand a little bit more about how, like, the cake lit up and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, we huh. have some amazing patrons to thank. Do you want to start us off? Absolutely. Thank you to Katie Black. Ooh. Thank you Ooh. to Kylie Minty. Pew, pew, pew. Thank you to Alex Dornan. Ooh. Thank you to Mouch. Gray. Mulch. Thank you to Jasmine Anastasia. Ooh. Thank you to Megan Pattinson. Bow, bow, bow. Thank you to Cassandra O'Shea. O'Shea. Thank you to Katya Karp. Bow, bow, bow. Thank you to Hope Castile. Ooh. Thank you to Rachel Ashford. Bow, bow. Thank you to Maddie Facinelli. Ooh. Thank you to Samara Rinaldi. 
Pew, pew. Thank you to Genevieve Morgan. Ooh. Thank you to Tess Avery. Ow. Ooh. Thank you to Danielle Burke. Ooh. Thank you to my mom, your mom, <gasps> our mom, Kelly Beck. Mom. Thank you to Sophia Salinger. Ooh. Thank you to Lara Forty. Ow, ow. Thank you to Dan Seclos. Thank you to Maria Swan. Pew, pew, pew. Thank you to India Peach. Thank you to Emily Ozera. Ow, ow, ow. And last but certainly not least, thank you to Jaylene Ivishkov. I, it's been a while, but I have a fan fiction. It's been a while. (laughs) Amazing. So excited. (laughs) Um, this is titled 1.25pm, and it was written (laughs) by Moon by the Sea, and the summary goes a little bit like this. Rose and Lissa have been best friends their entire lives. It only made sense that they would both go to the same college and become roommates. However, (laughs) when Lissa's most challenging class is online and her anxiety spikes, Rose decides to step in to go to Lissa's TA office hours. Only the camera is on, and she is now pretending to be the Lissa Drummond. Taken place over the period of a semester where Rose meets Dimitri. However, he thinks she's someone else. This is from wow. chapter one. <laughs> oh my god. One by one, he answered all of her questions and even helped her with her pronunciation on some of the authors that were mentioned. Rose found that if she wasn't doing this for Lissa, she didn't know how she would be able to concentrate as she kept finding herself just wanting to stare at him. His voice was soft, even with the Russian accent, and he always took his time explaining so that way she would have a better grasp of it. Oh, I see now. That guy was just being a dick. (laughs) Rose spoke at last and Dimitri paused. She could see a small smile try to take form. However, he held back. I'm not sure I would write that, as the answer, however, I'm inclined to agree (laughs) with your perception of the main character, he replied. Rose laughed. Not eloquent enough of an answer, she asked innocently. He shook his head. No, I'm afraid it would not be up to the college writing standard. He betrayed a small smile. Rose liked the way it framed his features. Any other questions? Lissa, he asked politely. Rose looked at the clock and saw that his office hours were almost done. Yeah, one more. Are all of the assignments going to be this shitty? She asked him, pretending not to notice Lissa groaning into her pillow. Dimitri looked at her oddly before looking over the assignment and frowning. Rose waited, hoping she hadn't just accidentally gotten Lissa on her TA's bad side. But then she only, but then he only shook his head. You know, I think you might be right. I didn't create the assignments, but I understand why the phrasing might be throwing a few students off. I'll try and look over the assignments and see if there's anything I can clarify in class to make it easier. Rose felt herself grin at this man. He was unlike anyone she had ever met before. And see. Wow. Ugh. Just a little, just a little school time. Just a little love. fun treat. I love it. Uh. Also, just that audacity to be like, 
hey, um, I know you're a TA for this class, but your professor sucks butt. <laughs> like, hey, man. Just want to let you know. <laughs> I suck. I know you have no control over this, and uh, if you're being paid... But could we do something job, about this? Uh, but this sucks, so... Congrats I on hate that. it. Ugh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do not envy that. Um, well, folks, we are in a new month. Yes. We are starting a new thing which means it's a yes. great time to tell your friends and come on down um, let's go use aka borrow but i'm not telling you to do anything uh your friend's peacock subscription yes to watch Vampire <laughs> yes Hidden. yes come along for the ride but you know what i mean definitely wink use your own um yeah <laughs> uh take care of yourselves and as we say here in the pacific northwest Get bit. And get whipped. Ooh. Ooh. Into the Twilight is an Earbud Media production. You can follow us on Twitter at Into the Twilight or on TikTok at Into the Twilight Show. You can find me at Cody Corral on Twitter and Allie at Alexandria Does. And you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash into the twilight. We have merch, so much stuff. All those links are in the episode description. And make sure to rate and review us on your favorite podcast hosting platform. It really helps the show. Thanks. Bye. You've been listening to Earbud Media Production. Earbud Media, audio for everyone.